In a nutshell, Mercedes-Benz as such is transforming into a digital software-driven company. It's really that we are moving, I would say, the traditional business to an online world and also combined with online payments, but also, as said, means all that software functionalities that are coming. We are exploring and expanding to new businesses, also supported then with digital payments. You're listening to Leaders in Payments and Fintech, a podcast brought to you by Edgar Dunn & Company, the global payments and fintech consulting firm. Coming to you from the City of London, I'm your host, Martin Kodrish, and in this series, I'm meeting with leaders and practitioners across the industry to find out what it takes to bridge the gap between strategy and execution. My central question is, how can we commercialize and bring the benefits of ever deeper new technology to market in what continues to be a highly regulated industry? If you enjoy these interviews, please do subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or your podcast platform of choice. So enough of the intro, let's get straight into today's episode. This week, we meet with Nico Kerstin, CEO of Mercedes-Benz. On top of the transformational shift from internal combustion engine to electric vehicles, Mercedes-Benz is also transforming itself into a digital software-driven company where digital payments becomes an essential foundational layer. This is the focus of our conversation today. Launched in 2018, Mercedes-Benz operates the in-house digital payments platform for Mercedes-Benz and acts as the digital payments and fintech knowledge hub for the group. Mercedes-Benz platform is now live in more than 40 markets, enabling transaction processing for Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz e-commerce products and services. Nico also shares his perspective on what it takes to successfully manage fintech innovation at a large traditional industrial company. So I do hope you enjoy this conversation with Nico Kerstin for Mercedes-Benz. Well, I'm really pleased to have Nico Kerstin, CEO of Mercedes-Benz, on the podcast today. How are you doing, Nico? I'm fine, Martin. I'm fine. And uh, thanks for having me. Perfect. So we have about uh, 10 questions to get through today. Um, let's kick off with an introduction from yourself. Yeah, of course. So uh, my name is uh, Nico Kerstin. Um, as said, I'm the CEO and Managing Director of Mercedes uh, Pay. I've been now in the company in Mercedes-Benz for 20 years uh, doing various uh, jobs there. But now since uh, five years, uh, part of the payment organization, Mercedes Pay and uh, Mercedes Pay. In the end, you can imagine it as the FinTech branch of uh, Mercedes-Benz. So uh, we are the knowledge hub for digital payments and uh, we are helping uh, Mercedes-Benz as a group uh, uh, to enter the world of uh, e-commerce, digital payments, and also with that help uh, shifting the uh, business model. And uh, the customer in the end is in the center of everything that we are doing. So our vision is to uh, enable a seamless customer journey throughout all payment touch points the customer uh, has with Mercedes-Benz. So that is what I'm working on and uh, what is really fascinating being part of that organization nowadays. Agreed. It's uh, an incredible period of change that the auto industry is going through right now in terms of phasing out of internal combustion engines and the migration to electric vehicles, but also in terms of the business model, which, like you say, is fundamentally being enabled by innovations in digital payments, such as in-car payments, which is, of course, a marvelous innovation. But, and to get the conversation started, uh, Nico, to what extent do you think customers actually care about in-car payments? Once they feel it, once they uh, you know do it the first time, they will never want to miss it again. Yeah, so I think this is a, a quite bold statement, I would say. Yeah, but uh, let me share one story uh, um, that uh, happened uh, to me um, I, some some months ago. You know, I have a son; uh, he is six year old, going to the kindergarten, and uh, they decided uh, to go. 
to the zoo. Uh, and we are living not directly in the city, a little bit abroad, so they had to go uh, via the train uh, to the zoo. And uh, what is not a problem statement? The problem statement is uh, that train, I think, left somewhere at 7.30 in the morning, you know, and I'm really not an early bird. Uh, so imagine myself in the car, my uh, son in the back, uh, and we were rushing uh, towards uh, the train station. Uh, and we were really uh, quite late. And you, when, when we approached the train station, you could really see the group of uh, children uh, already uh, waiting uh, for the train, you know, and uh, we were a little bit in a hurry and then uh, the magic happened, you know. So I was entering the parking lot next to uh, the train station and as soon as I stopped my car on the parking lot, um, there was a pop-up on that head unit screen, so the in-car screen that was asking me, hey, this is a parking lot where you have to pay. Do you mm -hmm. want to start your... Uh, parking time right now and it was only one click on the head unit as this is a touch display to start my parking you know and I had not to go to the parking meter you know take a little receipt and put it in the car we could directly run uh, to the platform and we were on time uh, so that uh, my son could enjoy his uh, zoo trip right and and this is exactly, you know, the experiences yeah, where that makes your life a little bit easier. And uh, obviously, I was not the fool of the day. Uh, so uh, my, my son was enjoying his uh, zoo trip. I was coming back to the car. And then obviously, when starting the engine again, uh, the car recognizes, okay, uh, obviously, you want to go away now. And then again, with one simple click, it was uh, then the end of the parking time and uh, a minute-based uh, payment uh, was done on the background. Yeah, so, you know, having a really easy way of using such day-to-day -day use cases can be enabled if you put the car as a hardware piece, a great service and payment in a good uh, customer journey and that is uh, helping you every day. So I hope more and more uh, fathers that are late uh, to uh, to the train station uh, can use that and uh, uh, have a more easy life. And so that's why I think everyone should care about uh, in-car payment. Is, is, the, is the car becoming a bit of a smartphone on wheels, right? Um, is, it is. Is that... it is. Uh, we even go a little bit further. Uh, we are even saying that the car has become a living space. Right. Uh, so it's not uh, that you are only going from A to B. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can do that uh, uh, driving uh, from uh, one destination to the other. Uh, but um, the newest vehicles, you know, they, they, they are, of course, great cars, but they also have a lot of hardware installed, like screens, you know, that uh, you want to use. Yeah? So mm. customer expectation, definitely my son, you know, if he enters a car with a lot right. of tablets, of course, yeah. he is used to smartphones, tablets, smart TVs. Yeah, and uh, of course, the customer expectation is uh, to use um, that screens in the car in the same way. Yeah, and uh, this is, I think, uh, one of the shifts where we say, hey, there is a great piece of hardware. Uh, there are services um, that uh, can be enabled, so let's do it. And so combine that hard software and payment um, to great customer experiences and really leverage uh, what what a car uh, is offering uh, to the customer.
I suppose it's absolutely right, isn't it? Customers have this sort of digital lifestyle across across the board, and, and and why shouldn't they expect to have something similar once they're in the car, right? I mean, it's, 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 it makes a lot of sense. So, so um, talk me through how the OEM business model is changing in 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 response to this sort of evolving customer needs, and in yeah. particular, obviously, Mercedes response. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, you you already said it. You know, we are coming from combustion engines to electric vehicles. Yeah, which is a big shift uh, in itself. But also on top of that, um, Mercedes-Benz as such is transforming into a digital software-driven company. Maybe to give you some background, and we already talked about that in-car screens and uh, user experience you have with the hardware, we also decided to build our individual software in the car because it is so important for us uh, to um, provide as Mercedes-Benz a great customer experiences that that we control towards the customer. So that's why next to building great cars, we also decided uh, building uh, the software. And this, in the end, enables us uh, with a lot of features that are available over the air. Yeah? So software features, as you know it from your mobile phone, you know, can be updated uh, to your um, mobile phone and also nowadays uh, to yeah. your car. That means that you can uh, upgrade uh, the functionality of your car as you wish. And uh, with that, complete new use cases, complete new also payment touch points um, are uh, coming to the world of the OEMs. Yeah? So um, I think this is one part of the OEM business model shift that uh, services while you are using your car, uh, I think quite natural, like fueling, charging, parking. This is uh, one group uh, of use cases and services um, that are coming uh, or are already available um, in the cars. Uh, on top, we have that, I would say, software-enabled features where you get new features into the car, uh, mm. if you wish. Yeah, and uh, these are complete new, um, I would say, uh, revenue pools and uh, businesses for an, for an traditional OEM. On the other side, we are also transforming our traditional business, right? So mm -hmm. uh, the experience of uh, buying a vehicle or going to the workshop uh, to have the maintenance done is also moving completely in the digital space. Uh, so we have markets in the world where you can buy your vehicle completely online, supported by online payments. Uh, um, we have uh, markets uh, where you can, of course, book your workshop visit and pay for that in a digital manner. So in a nutshell, it's really that we are moving, I would say, the traditional business to an online uh, world and also combined with online payments, but also um, as said, uh, all that uh, software functionalities uh, that are coming, um, we are exploring and expanding uh, to new uh, businesses uh, also supported then uh, with digital payments. Okay, so so there's a, it's a group-wide shift to the, the business model. So I'd like to kind of just dig into Mercedes Pay uh, itself, right? And um, the relevance of payments for, for this transition, this new business model that's being, um, that you're putting forward. How does that fit in? I mean, uh, how critical is the payment piece? Um, for us, uh, payments is a little bit a make-or-break moment, right? So uh, in the end, you know, 
uh, as my example, uh, being a little bit late for the train, you know, the payment piece is something that should be, I would say, as seamless as possible and as easy as possible. So that's why for us, it's uh, completely crucial uh, uh, to have um, payment knowledge in-house. Yeah? So that is uh, one um, uh, important thing and combine it with the hardware and the software, for example, of the car or also with our web shops. Uh, so uh, for us, um, payment is a critical enabler uh, uh, to support that business model shift in all customer touch points, whether it's the web, it's in the Mercedes Me app or uh, or in car. And that's why for us, you know, that critical enabler. Uh, so um, we are doing as Mercedes-Benz business um, and selling cars since more than 130 years. You know, yeah. so engineering, building great cars is part of our DNA. But the new business models uh, definitely uh, require uh, also new skills. So uh, we add, you know, that payment piece uh, to the Mercedes-Benz uh, DNA. Yeah? And with that, uh, also opening up a new space of payment, right? So looking back five, 10 years ago, yeah, nobody was thinking about why should I pay in the car? And so yeah. I, still, I still remember when I got my first mobile phone, you know, I could not understand why I would ever pay for an app, you know? And I think today I don't know exactly how many apps uh, I have uh, that I, I'm paying for. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. In the end, uh, it's, a, it's a natural uh, evolution um, that uh, also the car is becoming that emotional uh, point of sale. And we want uh, to make that experience as good and seamless as possible. And that's why payment know-how, the technology uh, uh, needs to be in-house uh, to really build here or something uh, unique and special for our customers. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that to, to that point, you know, the fact that you, you know, you've decided to build the payment capabilities in-house, I mean, some people might say, why didn't you go down a sort of more of a partnership route? Was that something you considered? What was the decision-making that led you to, to decide to, to, to work on this and develop these, these capabilities in-house? Um, I think there are multiple reasons um, mm -hmm. uh, why we decided to go uh, that route. So in the end, I think we, as being part of Mercedes-Benz, we know our customer the best. Uh, we have uh, direct uh, contacts and colleagues and great collaboration with uh, our uh, parts of the company that are designing uh, new vehicles. Uh, right. um, we have direct contact uh, with parts of the company that, you know, um, looking for the best services to offer to our customers. So. You know, uh, having that uh, knowledge also about the automotive industry yeah, is something that uh, really brings value. And uh, also talking about the technical stack that we are offering, this is mainly concentrated on the customer interaction. Yeah, So yeah. Um, paying into that seamless customer journey, we decided uh, to have... Um, a technology which uh, supports exactly that uh, customer journey. But on the other side, we also partner, of course, uh, yeah. with uh, big uh, players um, in the in the fintech uh, sector yeah, uh, that are then helping us, you know, uh, with um, card acceptance all over the world, right? 
Yeah, so we are live in more than 40 markets as of today. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, we uh, have great partnerships uh, with uh, some of, of the best fintech uh, companies uh, uh, where we really, uh, you know, in a collaborative uh, way bring customer experience and also the payment processing capabilities worldwide uh, to our customers. And what is the scope of within Mercedes Pay? What, what, what are you specifically responsible for versus your partners? Um, what we concentrate on is uh, that, um, as said, the customer journey. So everything which is uh, front and UI related is in our hands, yeah? really to shape um, the customer experience uh, uh, to the best way. And uh, when it comes then to worldwide card, wallet, uh, and whatever payment method acceptance in the markets, uh, there we are partnering uh, with uh, companies, you know, that have the uh, local expertise that really move the money from gotcha. one account to the other in that very regulated space. Uh, so this is maybe, I would say, the big bucket, uh, front-end payment orchestration, I would call it. Uh, is what we are doing, uh, doing the real money movement. Uh, uh, we collaborate uh, with partners. Gotcha. So there's no, you're not, not in the money flow as such, the regulated okay. space. Um, okay. So what are some of the kind of payment challenges that, that you've confronted or you're, you're trying to solve for? We have uh, quite big challenges to yeah. be honest. I yeah, uh, um, and, and, and this is, uh, I would say, the nature of our business, right? So... Starting from a parking use case where you uh, pay, I don't know, 50 cents, one euro, yeah, um, uh, until, you know, on the other side of the baskets, yeah, we are uh, enabling payments for the complete vehicle, which can be north of uh, 100k. Uh, uh, so I would say challenge number one is uh, very small basket sizes to huge basket sizes. I think that is challenge number one. Challenge number two is, um, yeah, of course, we have CIT payments, we have MIT payments. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, one-time payments, we have subscription payments. Uh, um, and all of that, I would say, in a worldwide scope. Uh, as already mentioned, we are live with local payments in more than 40 markets and are expanding that to bring all of those you know complexities and dimensions together is i would say um, uh, a challenge from a technical point of view and also something that we are constantly um, exploring and discussing uh, with our payment partners uh, to bring that uh, live now i would say this is uh, one part of the challenge. The other part of the challenge is the business model change as such. Yeah? Um, we see huge movements uh, that customers are looking into, you know, doing more online and also paying online. So there is a huge shift. Yeah? But there are also, of course, customers that uh, are a little bit, I would not say resistant, but not so keen yeah, or brave to do an in-car payment. Right. Yeah. As we believe that this is a, a very cool experience and also a seamless experience, yeah, uh, we also need uh, to, um, you know, uh, a little bit work into customer adoption, you know, trust in the process, learn how to pay with a car. 
And so, I mean, this is not something uh, that uh, by order you are doing overnight, yeah, but uh, we really, and this is our ambition, that um, we want to bring good experience, great experience to our customers so that they enjoy to use it. Yeah. I mean, I can only say how I experience it every day. Yeah, I will not miss it. Yeah. If I ask my mother, yeah, that is 70 years old, she always asks me, why should I do that? Yeah. And I always say, hey, just try it. Yeah. And then you will, uh, you will do it uh, the next time and the next time. Yeah. And really enjoy that. And I would say, you know, putting the customer view, uh, bring really services and experiences that matter mm-hmm. uh, uh, to the customer, take out that little friction. I think that is exactly um, the challenge um, that we are also seeing um, uh, in our daily work. It, 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 may, it feels possibly a bit counterintuitive to what you know what you might imagine the typical Mercedes driver or customer would like. You know, perhaps the, the profile of a Mercedes driver is maybe not what you would uh, imagine to be necessarily adopting rapidly adopting these kind of payment solutions, in-car payment solutions. Fast. How are you catering for the needs of the sort of more traditional customer? And um, for us, um, in the end, uh, speaking of traditional customer, we need, um, of course, to make the right offer. Yeah? Hmm. I will never force anyone to do in-car payment. Uh, I want them to experience something yeah, which is unique and which really plays together that hardware piece, um, um, the car itself with the screen, the software that um, is running on that hardware and the payment. And, you know, having that so much integrated and, um, you know, explaining uh, the customer um, that in the end, uh, this is, the same uh, transformation that uh, uh, she or he might uh, experience uh, 10, 15 years ago with the mobile phone. Yeah, this is something which yeah. uh, is, you know, we are constantly uh, working on. But I think the key is to make it as easy as possible. Uh, again, my mother always we go, how should I understand it? Uh, and then I always say, you don't need to understand it. it my my task, you know, is to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, that uh, it's not like you know, uh, a technology uh, barrier or something. Yeah, it needs to feel smooth. Yeah, and and uh, with all of those new services that can be experienced in car, um, I believe uh, that um, that the customer will see uh, more and more. Uh, that uh, this is something uh, which they will enjoy. Okay, speaking of which, I mean, yeah, you, you probably want a, a user experience that isn't reliant on an instruction manual, right? You know, you don't need to be able to... Exactly. Uh, it needs to be completely natural and obvious and intuitive, and then I think, you you know, then you can... Then you then you got it. So speaking of which, you I, you recently introduced uh, Mercedes Pay Plus. Yes. Um, which is a chip interesting innovation. Uh, would you like to just talk me through that? Exactly. Um in the end, this is exactly paying into that uh, seamless customer journey in the car. So Mercedes Pay Plus, uh, we launched it um, earlier this year in March uh, in Germany. And in the end, uh, we are very, very proud. And I'm very proud of the team that made that mm. happen. Uh, um, we are the first car manufacturer 
that having that native income payments life. So what does native income payment now mean? Uh, we use uh, biometrics, like your fingerprint, together with your vehicle uh, uh, to do uh, a strong customer authentication. Uh, uh, so anytime there is a payment in the car which falls under the PSD2, where you have to authenticate with strong customer authentication, uh, we uh, offering the customer with Mercedes Pay Plus to do that in the car. So there is a fingerprint tensor um, in uh, the newer models and you can just use it as you are again using it today, maybe daily with your smartphone uh, to authenticate uh, yourself and uh, the payment. And uh, this obviously uh, makes the payment process uh, very seamless and very smooth, even when there is a need for a strong customer authentication. So maybe um, uh, what can you buy there? Mm. Uh, we already have um, the so-called Mercedes Me store in the car available where you can buy digital extras. Uh, I always take the example of the digital radio. Uh, so you forgot uh, to, to buy it um, or configure it uh, when you're when you bought the car, yeah, or you are the second owner of the car yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, want uh, now a digital radio, you can just go in your car, um, select it uh, in a normal e-commerce shopping process in your in-car app. And when it comes to payment, this is the payment that needs to be secured with strong customer authentication. And here with the simple use of your fingerprint, uh, you can... Um, you can authenticate uh, yourself and the payment, and then the digital radio is uh, brought over the air to your vehicle, uh, and you can enjoy it. Uh, so very easy process. And there's there's other kind of like um, products available, right? I understand that you can unlock pre-installed hardware options, which Chip are really interesting. Do you want to walk me through a few of those? Um, in the end, the product portfolio is expanding. Yeah. So um, and there are two segments I would call them. Yeah, one is uh, the digital extras, uh, where, you know, you upgrade software and you have new functionality out of, um, out of software upgrades. Yeah, yeah. And you can also unlock, uh, pre-installed uh, hardware, as you said. So one example is the rear axle steering. So we have a great feature where, where the rear axle also can help you with steering. Yeah. And, uh, this is, uh, for example, one product um, that uh, you can also uh, buy uh, in the shop uh, uh, to upgrade your car, also providing you uh, with such a rear access steering. Yeah, so, and a lot of um, uh, new uh, possibilities uh, and new features are coming to that space. So, uh, I would say the next years are really uh, exciting. Uh, yeah. uh, what you can do uh, with with your car. And again, uh, I always compare it with uh, my mobile phone behavior. You know, you have so many apps uh, and you are even paying for some of them. Uh, I don't want to miss it anymore. Right. And, and this is also something uh, where the car um, is in a, you know, technical status now where you can easily upgrade features also during lifetime and, and even uh, make it better and better over the lifetime with new technologies.
Do you think that's sort of reinforcing the Mercedes brand? I, I would say Mercedes Pay Plus, definitely. Why? Yeah, because, you know, looking at payment in a traditional way, yeah, I would say a luxury experience in payment was maybe that you have, you know, like a metal credit card with no limit on it. Maybe that was luxury in the past. Yeah, for us, luxury is now something else. You know, it's really that uh, best-in-class customer experience. Yeah, payment should be as easy as possible. Maybe sometimes even invisible. Yeah, of course, transparent. Yeah, mm. but as easy as possible. Uh, so uh, this is, I would say, our definition of of uh, luxury. And uh, with that definition, uh, obviously, we uh, also bring our part uh, to the party. Yeah, uh, where Mercedes-Benz is uh, approaching the customer in a in a luxury way. Look, uh, absolutely. So I've got uh, one kind of final section. What lessons can you share with regards to setting up Mercedes Pay in the context of you know a traditional company like Mercedes-Benz? Yeah. Uh, as said, I'm I'm now in that for five years. Uh, and <laughs> to be honest, honest that uh, it was quite a, a fascinating uh, slash tough ride. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, but uh, it was always fun and fascinating. Um, and maybe if we bring it down to maybe three topics that are very crucial um, and what we have learned. So, I would say. The most important topic is having the right people and skill. And this is, I mean, our aim is to bring together automotive and payment. Yeah, so that's why uh, from the beginning, we had the strategy to hire automotive industry experts yeah, that know the company, that know the collaboration models uh, within that huge company. Yeah, and also on the other side, uh, hiring payment industry experts yeah, and bring, you know, that two uh, parts and, and two uh, group of people together to build something which is, you know, designed for an automotive company. Yeah, so mm. uh, we can, there is no white label um, um, offering on the market uh, for our use cases that we can just plug and play. Yeah. If it would be there, we would have done that, yeah. Um, but uh, we really um, now bring, you know, both worlds, automotive and payment together from the people side. The second one, and, and we elaborated on that a little bit uh, before, partnership and collaboration. Yeah? We clearly defined um, what kind of topics we want to shape, where we want to innovate, yeah, and uh, build, for example, that tech stack uh, then internally. But there was a clear line yeah, um, what we do not want to do in-house, but where we have great uh, companies and partners uh, outside mm. yeah, that uh, we are connecting to the automotive world. So partnership and collaboration is the second one. And I would say the third one a little bit comes with that transformation of Mercedes-Benz as an automotive player to the software-driven part, yeah, and uh, also exploring that new business models. There you need know-how. Yeah, um, what we have done is um, that together with a lot of different parts uh, in the Mercedes-Benz group, you know, we set up 
trainings and learning programs uh, where we explained what does digital payment mean in comparison also to traditional sales models. Yeah? So mm -hmm. really spreading words, you know, bringing that very specialized payment knowledge uh, to other parts of the company, that is also so important. You, you, you cannot be the geek of payment, you know, um, uh, it needs to be connected uh, to all parts of the company. And um, I think this is also what is so fascinating about such transformation processes, right? That um, there is a very specialized know-how yeah? and um, I'm, I'm really proud that the team is able to bring that to other parts of the company and with that also, you know, supporting in the end the transformation of the whole company. So really fascinating. So bring it down, people, partnership, know-how spreading. Very good. And when you set up, originally set up Mercedes Pay, um, presumably as a subsidiary business unit, you mentioned the word connected to the kind of like, you know, the, the parent company. I mean, again, from a sort of corporate innovation point of view, what are the lessons in terms of, of how incubated that subsidiary should be? Or what's the, what's advice can you give in terms of, of maintaining that level of connectivity back to the parent company, but also allowing that subsidiary company enough space to evolve by itself? Very good question. Very good question. So you are completely right. Um, we are a subsidiary company. Uh, uh, but um, I would say one of our key success factors in terms of internal collaboration is that we are very close to all of the relevant partners, whether it's with research and development or marketing mm. and sales or our financial services units. Yeah? And um, I would say the most important thing definitely is um, that uh, we need to achieve business goals. Right, so it is Benz Group as such has very ambition, ambitious um, goals when it comes uh, to digital sales and digitalization as such. Yeah, and obviously with our products, with our know-how, we need to support that. Yeah, and with that, um, and I already mentioned, we are um, already live on a worldwide basis from uh, vehicle sales, usage phase, leasing. So. We are working together with uh, different parts of the company and understanding also their products, their challenges, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, then the incubator topic comes, you know, as soon as we understand uh, what I would say next to card acceptance uh, are the challenges in the respective um, uh, departments, uh, we, you know, are incubating and discussing that uh, with the fintech industry. Yeah, so we really try uh, as Mercedes Pay to to bring all that fintech know-how into the company and understanding a specific problem out of the core business, I would call it. Yeah, uh, we uh, then also uh, can leverage our um, our partnerships uh, in the payment and fintech industry to bring new products and. Mercedes Plus is one very good example. Right? So the technology uh, of delegated authentication and so on behind that yeah, is something which is quite new and where we were partnering up with the big schemes yeah, and uh, really put something very new um, uh, on the table and uh, got great support and collaboration 
uh, to bring that light. Yeah? So I think it's both. Yeah? It's balancing the business goals, really um, ensuring that the business uh, is going digital. Yeah? But on the other side, always be, let's call it, open-minded yeah? and hear what the individual challenges uh, in, the company, in the companies are. Uh, and yeah, to to bring solutions. So what you're building a kind of ecosystem of fintech partners. Are those obviously large ones like uh, the schemes you mentioned, but also what startup innovators with with interesting ideas. Correct, exactly. Yeah. So we have a portfolio of um, of companies that we are uh, today working with, uh, but also you know uh, looking for the next new innovative things uh, that yeah. are out on the market and try to translate it. Yeah. Um, in the end, uh, there are so much, there's so much innovation, so yeah. much new things on the market every week. I would, I would say, obviously also our uh, responsibility is uh, to, uh, to judge, analyze, is it something that uh, we can inject then into that automotive business uh, and uh, help then also new innovative things uh, uh, to partner uh, with a company like Mercedes-Benz. Uh, so this is part of our DNA really to, you know, look at the market and uh, find the best partners uh, that uh, can help our overall industry. Okay, great, uh, Nico. Just just to wrap up, I mean, what, what can we expect in the next five years? What are your sort of thoughts on, on how connected car and in-car, native in-car payments and all these topics we've mentioned are going to uh, evolve? I mean, the, the timelines are pretty frightening in terms of phasing out from, from combustion engines to electric, right? I mean, 2030 and 2035 in terms of ICE cars and hybrid cars, et cetera. So, I mean, you know, what timeframes do you look at from a Mercedes pay point of view? I think, as you said, it's full speed. Yeah, so to <laughs> to, uh, to to summarize it a little bit, yeah, it's it's really full speed. Um, but looking at the next five years, um, what really excites me is that uh, we will, um, I think, next year uh, introduce a new in-car software. Uh, so in the new E-Class that was presented, there is already a precursor of what that might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, the complete in-car um, software uh, will then be launched um, uh, next year and the following years uh, in different iteration. And, you know, this is what we are looking at. Uh, so how can we use that new technologies, whether it's hardware or software, uh, to make uh, the customer experience even more seamless and, yeah, as easy uh, that my 70-year-old mom uh, can, can use it as easy as possible. Yeah. And um, we already see, um, you know, with the usage and adoption rates, yeah, that it's kicking off. Yeah. So um, with having more and more services, having more and more cars out there that are able to do that, yeah, I think uh, this will be a huge shift how people are interacting uh, with the car. Yeah. And for us, I mean, it's the same. Yeah, uh, at some point of time, you you got used to smartphones, then to tablets. Yeah, smart TVs in the end can do the same. Yeah, and tomorrow it's the car. Yeah, so for us, this is a, a logical evolution, a logical next step. And um, yeah, we we truly believe and are excited that you know, with the solutions that are coming to the vehicles. You know, in the end, that little bit of friction that you have daily uh, um, 
finding a parking meter in the rain, getting wet. Yeah, uh, and and in Germany, you know, we sometimes even have to pay with coins. You know, I mean, that's not 2023, right? And this is really uh, what excites me, you know, being part of exactly that journey and, uh, yeah, um, providing that customer experience to more and more um, customer. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, an unbelievable challenge, but it's a lot of fun being part of that. Perfect. Well, Nikos, it's it's very, very interesting. And thank you so much for your time today. It's been fascinating yeah. speaking to you. Just in terms of uh, the audience perhaps reaching out to you, what's the best way of making contact with you or your team? I think uh, we are constantly um, at, uh, at conferences. Uh, so uh, always love to interact um, directly. Yeah, uh, but uh, we also have a good uh, LinkedIn channel. Yeah, so uh, don't forget to uh, follow it because also there we are constantly informing, you know, what are the next technology, the next topics um, uh, coming out. So um, I think LinkedIn, the Mercedes Pay GMVH channel is also a very good uh, way of interacting with us. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Nico, and uh, looking forward to our next uh, chat on the podcast. See you next time. Martin, thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. To hear more interviews, please do subscribe on Apple, Spotify or your podcast platform of choice. It helps and means a lot. Also, I welcome any questions, ideas or suggestions, so feel free to make contact and say hello. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or at edgardunn.com. You can send me a message there or you can email me on martin.coderish at edgardunn.com. I look forward to hearing from you and I will see you next time.